Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary, the greatest marketing show on earth, my friends. And you know what? We have yet, I know you guessed it, another amazing guest this morning. My friends, we um, we keep doing it. She's 19, so any age this morning is going to be shown and proven that it's possible she dropped out. Well, so did I. That doesn't mean anything. And she is changing her mindset, focusing and changing her future and building the life that she wants and deserves. And not only building it, but designing it, right? That's what this is all about. Lifestyle design. It's about going into, in her case, 19 years old, adulthood, eyes wide open, Instead of just, hey, I only have one path and one option, and that's what? To start taking out and accepting credit cards, huge student loans, sitting in a classroom for the next four to eight years, only to then hopefully get a job that I'm going to be spending the rest of my life paying back those student loans. So let's hear from her perspective about why she's made the decisions that she's made and we'll go from there. Kate, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Now, did that introduction, even though you and I haven't talked, I was just basically going from some of the things that you put on your questionnaire. Did that resonate? Did that feel like it fit? Yes, definitely. So I started like my freshman year of college just last year. And it wasn't like it wasn't really what I thought like college was supposed to be like everyone like, I guess glamorizes it. And it only took me one year to really realize that like, I didn't want to keep doing that. And I like realized that that life just like, wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not here to convince anybody to drop out of. Yeah. Oh no, definitely not. College. Yeah. Um, that's not our intention. That was already something you were doing or uh, were, uh, you know, that's the way in which you're designing your life so far. So what le led you to Legendary Marketer? I mean, what resonated with you about this, these skills and these business models that we teach here? Well, a couple months ago, while I was still in college, I kept seeing like a lot of just like young moms on social media talking about how they had started this side hustle from zero experience and how anyone could do it and they were talking about like the freedom like the time freedom financial freedom location freedom all of that and I really just wanted a slice of the cake I gotcha I gotcha and are you finding that that is true that anyone can do it um, I mean what do you believe is required if you are going to be one of those anyone who can do it I think what's required to really do this and really take it seriously is your drive and your mindset for sure I remember in one of your videos, actually, you said that it was one of your first like live calls and you were trying to get your kids like quiet down, like I'm about to get on the call and you got on the call and there was like maybe like one or two people there, but you still showed up like there were like a million people there. 
So it's really like that mindset of like, I have to commit to this if I'm going to commit, like I have to go all in. Yeah, yeah. This is not just something that is handed or that once you spend a couple of dollars or even spend more money, hundreds or thousands for education, that it's just going to be handed to you. Um, but, you know, it can be done and it can be done in a reasonable amount of time every day. And so let's let's talk about what it was like um, for you to uh, start this. Um, I mean, you have you know, certainly become serious about this, serious about your education, investing in darn near all of our products and education here, um, including our blueprints. I mean, what at uh, the age of 19 um, has, you know, compelled you to invest so much in these skill sets? And what was that decision like for you as you were going through our challenge and really making a decision about really going all in and taking this seriously. Was there anxiety along with that? Was there excitement? I mean, that must have been a big decision for you to really commit. Oh God, yeah, it was it was super scary. I going into this, I knew so. I was on the verge of deciding whether or not I should stay in college and pursue this like on the side which I definitely could have but I just thought if I was going to go all in like I would have to go all in and so I had saved I I was like a waitress for a couple years like in high school which was how I was paying for my tuition so I had a lot of money saved up which was how I was able to invest in like the blueprints and all of the other stuff but it was really scary like in my head, I was like, oh my God, like, what am I getting myself into? And it was just a constant, like, having to, like, talk to myself and really, like, reassure myself that I can do this and that if I do put my all into this, I'm going to put my all into this, which is really how, like, I decided to start all of this. But it was really scary and I was really anxious and the blueprints, oh my gosh, there's so much information in there. It took me forever to go through it. I'm still constantly going back and finding stuff that I didn't catch before and learning and applying it to what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's that's great context for us to understand some of the emotions that you were having. It's, it's important as people are listening to this, we have nearly 500 people and thousands more will hear the replay on podcast and so forth. And this is not easy, not in terms of making the decision, the investment of time and money or the emotions that you have to that come up as you are going through this process and making these decisions. So I really appreciate you giving us that honest, you know, um, look into what you were feeling and what you were going through as you were committing, but also making the decision that, hey, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all in and I'm going to commit myself fully because that's the only way that you get something out of anything you do in life is you commit fully. So it sounds to me like you're not looking for a get rich quick overnight gimmick opportunity. It's not that you aren't willing to work hard. It's just that you want to work smart and you see more potential in a better investment of your time, money, 
and education time spent right now learning these skills versus taking the traditional path of university. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Great. I'm going to bounce out real quick. I'm having some feedback. I don't know if that's just on my side. Are you having any feedback? Or are you hearing me clearly? Oh, I'm hearing you clearly. Okay. Hold on just for two okay. seconds. All right. Let me see here if I'm feedback here. All right. I don't know if that totally solved it or not. Let me check here. Um, can I have you bounce out totally yep. out of the screen and then come back in? Yes. Cool. All right. Thank you, everybody, for your patience here. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just trying to get the audio dialed in perfectly here so everybody can uh, enjoy listening with ease. Hey, thank you, everybody. Good morning. Thank you for the nice comments, supportive comments to Kate. Really, really, uh, really helpful. Okay, let's see here. Are you on a phone or a computer? I'm on a phone. Are you, do, you have your do you have your computer or any headphones that you can use nearby? Yeah, I do. I can go get my computer. Yeah, go get your computer, put on some headphones, and let's see if that solves it. And I'll talk to the audience here for a moment. Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah, perfect. All right, my friends. Um, hey, thanks for all of this great feedback and these wonderful comments. Um, I'm going through some of them just looking at, uh, looking at uh, some of the questions and comments. You know, somebody asked what was the 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 major that she took. I'll I'll try to follow up and and ask her that if that's something that you want to know. It's just amazing when we have somebody who's young uh, onto the show. Of course, we have lots of people who are millennials, and you know, are, we even have boomers here. We love our boomers. Um, you know, I love my boomers. Um, and uh, it's wonderful when we have somebody who is so young, who's given us the perspective of, you know, seeing it through eyes before they are, you know, completely um, tampered with uh, by the system and by uh, years and years of corporate America, uh, where it sort of um, beats into your head, your value is not... Um, you know, it is not there and that uh, you couldn't make it on your own or that, um, you know, you need them in order to build a life or even that the American dream is to get good grades, get a job, be a good little boy or girl and and just, you know, keep keep uh, relying on the company to, you know, to, to build your future for you. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. My father and my 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 stepfather and my mother worked for Sears at when I was growing up. And I don't know if any of you remember Sears, but uh, it was one of the biggest retailers in the world. And um, and my my mother uh, stopped working there, and my stepfather still worked there. He had a manager position and would travel. 
And so they eliminated his department and position. And, um, and, uh, and, he, and he had about two years off where he was laid off with no work. And then he came back. There was another position that was found for him before the company um, eventually, uh, you know, eventually went down. And um, no, Sears is not still around, Michael. Um, somebody who is a good friend of his, uh, who also worked for the company, uh, he had a lot of stock, said, get your money out of this company. Get your money because you could cash in your retirement or your um, 401k or your stock options, whatever he had. I think he had stock options. And, um, you know, my parents still talk about that to this day. As a matter of fact, unfortunately, this gentleman's the reason why I thought of this was because this gentleman's his name's John. His wife uh, recently passed away, and my mom and stepdad went to her funeral just the other day. And so, even just the other day, my mom was talking about how grateful she was to that man for giving Terry, my stepfather, that advice to pull his stock out and sell before the company crashed. What happened was, was a, um, a guy, I believe it was the CEO of that company, made some really bad decisions and ran the company into the ground, bottom line. And so, um, and so you know, that was real helpful. And that was real helpful to my, my, um, my, my parents, you know, they, they were able to take that money because of that independent thinking that they were, you know, that they, in that advice that they got to, um, you know, make sure that they had enough money for the rest of their life. And, um, if they would have kept their money in that corporation, they may have not had, you know, any money for the rest of their life. They may have that, that entire, uh, you know, retirement portfolio may have went to zero. So even if you work for a company, you need to be taking money and having independent thinking, you need to make, be making independent investments outside of what the company may be doing for you. For example, you have a 401k, maybe the company's matching that. We actually have a 401k for our employees here in Legendary Marketer. And we encourage them to make independent investments outside of that um, it, it, so that, that they, they're they well diversified and protected. Kate, it looks like you're back. Hello. Yes, I am. Can you hear me all right? It's wonderful. You've got no feedback. You look wonderful. You sound wonderful. Let's jump back in. And okay. so um, somebody had asked what major you were focused on when you were going to college. Would you mind sharing that? Yeah, um, I was a biology major, so I was going to do um, my, I was, I couldn't decide if I was wanting to do BS or BA, which is like a whole like biology like thing, but I was going to become a dermatologist PA. Okay, so a, a um, you were going to work inside of the dermatology field, inside of the medical field. Okay, that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I've, I have many doctor friends. I have many friends who are nurses in the medical profession. And uh, it is a wonderful, honorable profession. You know, um, it really is. Unfortunately, you know, you are really tied to the schedule and the um, the the um, the needs of the office and the patients, 
As a matter of fact, I have one of my friends who's a cardiac surgeon and, um, you know, he's many times had to, you know, cancel and, and not be able to make certain things because he wasn't able to get another surgeon replacement. And as, as much as he makes a good living, the time constraints and the stress that he has to endure um, in that job makes it difficult for him to love that job and want to stay in that job long term. He happens to be somebody else like many who are paying off still student loans uh, for for that that particular, um, you know, that career that he has. So were you able to do you have any student loans that you took out for that first semester or first year or are you debt free as of right now? No, not at all. I'm debt free as of right now. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, man. Thank that you. is. Now, how about if you don't mind me asking, what is your per per perspective about credit cards and credit card debt? I'm asking you just as such a young person. I'm wondering, what do you know about them? What do you think about them? Um, help us understand what your perspective is as a 19 year old on credit cards and credit card debt. Yeah, so I actually didn't get my credit card until actually until I was almost 19. And I didn't know much about it. The only thing I could really get out of it was asking my mom about it. And what she told me was not to get too many credit cards because then you like can't keep up with all of them. And to only spend your credit card if you're for sure that you have that money to pay whenever like the monthly bill comes around. <laughs> What's your mom's name? Tina. Shout out to Tina. <laughs> Shout out to Tina. Double hat throw. <laughs> Gotta love it. My friends, I'm gonna tell you something. This is one of the, my wallets upstairs. I have a, um, I use American Express, have a platinum card, have, I'm waiting for my invitation for the black card. I think I deserve it, but <laughs> my own personal opinion. Um, get plenty of benefits with uh, being a, an American Express Platinum card holder. However, um, I have one business American Express. Now, we have some cards that are, if if uh, somebody inside of our team needs one, they can spend. But the point is there's one business line, business credit card. And there's one personal credit card. That's how I do it. I put every single expense, if it's personal, on that one American Express credit card. I put every single expense that's business on that American Express business card. That helps me to keep my expenses extremely um, organized throughout the month. I don't have things coming out of my bank account. I don't have things coming out of multiple credit cards. It's either business or it's personal. And what this allows me to do is to build credit. Building credit is important, folks. And you will have an opportunity to be able to build credit as you get older. You will have an opportunity to potentially have a car loan or even a mortgage. But in terms of being young, one of the most predatory things that happens in America is that our you know, young people get credit card applications absolutely um, pushed onto them 
flooded in your mailbox at, at between 18 and 20 before your brain is even fully developed to understand you know that 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 i'm sure in some of your classes you were learning about frontal cortex this is your executive function and that's your impulse control which as a 40 year old man sometimes i even still struggle with impulse control but so we give our credit cards to 18 year old kids and man they think they got free money so it's so great that you have tina mom ma dukes yeah in your life that you can go to and you can, you know, ask questions and get some great guidance for. Um, yeah. well, I love that. And I love the idea of paying your credit cards off at the end of the month. Here's the problem that most people don't know is that if you miss a credit card payment, that rate usually goes right up to 29%. Yeah. And then you're, you have compounding interest that's working against you instead of for you. Right. Okay. Are you making any investments? I wonder if you're investing at all yet. Besides no, not as of now. Okay. 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 I, I I feel like I need to do some more research before I really get into that. Yeah, absolutely. Here's what I wish that I did. See, I'm not a financial advisor, so I won't give any financial advice to you or anyone else, but here's what I wish I did when I was um, uh, younger. I wish that I started putting in $100 or so a month into an index fund. And an index fund is a breadbasket of stocks where you only have to buy one stock, but it, it com it's, it's a combination of a lot of stocks. Like, for example, you can buy the SPY 500. That's the... the, the, the um, uh, the, the entire, uh, uh, S and P 500, you get a little tiny percentage of each stock in the S and P 500, which is the top 500 publicly traded companies in America. The, the, there's another company that sells a similar product. It's called Vanguard. Vanguard is the company that invented index funds. And there's a, a, a index fund called, uh, V, uh, o Y, I believe. Let's see here. V. Let's see if I'm. I've got it correct. Because I want to give everybody the the good information. The the correct. Nope. V O O. There I go. Okay. So V O O is the. And I'm going to bring it up for you here. It's the Vanguard S&P 500. It's an ETF, also known as an index fund, right? And um, what I do is, is I get a percentage. Whenever I buy a stock, I get a percentage of the 500 companies that are inside of, the, um, inside of this, this particular uh, um, index. And it gives me the information about all of the different things that I'm buying here, right? Uh, it even tells me all of the companies, you know, percentage of the funds, 7% is Apple, 6.9% is Microsoft, 3.44% of the fund is Amazon, and on and on and on. See, there's 504 um, of, you know, companies inside of this particular fund that I'm buying it when I buy one share of this ETF, 
I'm buying a percentage of all of those companies. And, um, you know, everybody should do your research about index funds. And uh, if it makes sense to you to begin to make small, in, now, this is what I wish I did. I shouldn't tell everyone else what to do because I'm not a financial advisor. But if somebody would have introduced me to this when I was 19 years old, I my net worth would be double, triple, if not quadruple or more what it is right now by simply taking whatever I have, whatever I could set aside, 50 to $100 a month in, in buying a share of, 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 a, of, a, of a quality index fund like this, okay? Um, this may be complete, I may be speaking gibberish right now to those of you, particularly you, Kate, if you've never heard of ETFs or index funds, but write it down. Go do your own research. You know, go back and review this first few minutes of this call so you could you could hear what I'm saying because um, you know Warren Buffett said that uh, when he dies, you know, if he if he outlives his wife, um, he wants his entire net worth to be transferred over into a single index fund. Um, because it's so easily manageable and it's such a quality investment and it tracks the quality of the entire stock market. And the stock market, regardless of what people said, has grown on average about 10% over the last 100 years. So we have to be careful about all these ridiculous investments that people talk about on the internet, like cryptocurrency and all this kind of crazy shit that you know, people are like, oh, get in on this. It's the ground floor. Well, your business is risky enough. That's your high-risk investment. What you want to do with the money that you make from your business is put it into something that's safe, something that's secure, something that's not, you're not going to lose it overnight. And, and uh, you know, for me, this is something that I wish I did even earlier. And this is what I even share with our team internally. And oftentimes at masterminds is what I recommend that you know, for people, if they're interested in something, as well as what I do, it's basically what I recommend for myself. And if they want to model that and learn from it, they can. So, Kate, do your due diligence on index funds, okay, later on and consider going and opening up a Merrill Edge account. Who do you bank with? Uh, Wells Fargo. Okay, you can get, I believe, well, who is Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo Investment Partner B Bank. Let's see. Let's see. W investing in Wealth Management Services. Hmm. See, I know that um, Bank of America partners with, um, okay, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. See if I if I if I if I bank with Wells Fargo, okay? Watch this. Watch this. I just googled, you know, Wells Fargo investing uh, 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 in wealth management or something like that. Let's see what I just googled. I googled uh, Wells Fargo Investment Partner Bank, okay? And I click right here on um, on uh, well, I clicked on corporate investing, but I'm just going to go over here to investing in wealth management, right? 
Look, I can start investing with just $10. Invest in your favorite companies with stock fractions in the mobile app. You even have a mobile app. So you can set up on top in, in addition to your bank accounts. Anybody who banks with Wells Fargo can set up in addition to your bank accounts, a, a, a investment account to where you can begin to buy and take some of that money out of your checking and, and start to make investments into your future and watch that grow over the years. And that is one of the things that I wish I did, because guess what? I've also had a Bank of America account since I was you know 20 years old, but I wasn't investing then. And if I would have started investing then in safe quality investment stocks like uh, the index fund that I just showed you, and you YouTube it, go and do your own due diligence. I'm talking to everybody while I'm talking to you, Kate, because we got over 500 people listening yeah. to this right now. But it's such a great opportunity because you're so young and it doesn't matter how old you are, friends. See, working on this business doesn't mean a darn thing unless we have something to show for it. No, it's not too late to start investing at 30, Ashley. It's the perfect age. It's not too late to start investing at any time, right? So anyways, um, I'm ranting and we've gone in a unique direction here. But what's coming up for you right now, Kate, as I'm talking about, uh, you know, hopefully information that's useful to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to look into this after. Please do. Please do. <laughs> All right. So talk to us about what it was like getting started with your business. What When it was time, you went through education. It was time to start posting videos and actually marketing. Um, you know, what was that process like? And also, how did you pick your niche? You know, these are transferable skills that can be applied to any niche. What 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 direction did you go in and why did you choose that direction? Talk to us a little bit about that launching process of actually going from learning to launching. Yeah, so initially I was pretty set on the pet niche and I actually got like everything set up, my funnels, my my emails already pre-written out. Everything was set up at this point. Uh, all of like my social media accounts for this pet niche. And I was about ready to launch and everything. And then last minute, I it was like really late at night. It was like 2 a.m. Last minute, like something just hit me and I just like wanted to change everything. And I was like, I am passionate about the pet niche. But the whole reason that I started this was to hopefully inspire and help other people realize that the traditional route of like just going to college and getting like a career from your college degree isn't the only way out there to be successful, which is why like I pivoted back into the niche that I'm in now. But it was very last minute and I had to restart everything. I had to redo my funnels and rewrite my emails and everything. Yeah. Such a common, such a common thing is, is uh, changing directions at the last moment. And do you know that you're not married to any particular nation? You, you clearly see that these skills and business models are transferable to multiple niches, multiple products. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So, you know, I would assume that you're not 
totally unfamiliar with social media, being a young person, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know how to navigate your phone and you even had Instagram or TikTok or Facebook before you started this. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Well, what was it like for you to go from consumer to now being a creator and a marketer? Talk to us about that process of actually beginning to put yourself out there and create marketing content. Yeah. So the thing about this and starting this business. So before I would just consume content and anytime I would get on social media was to scroll and to just like distract myself from my current reality, which is why a mm. lot of people scroll mm. and it's, changed a lot now because i now i rarely consume social media like that at all the only time i'm on social media is for my business i'll scroll mindfully and i'll like i'll look at videos and like before like i didn't like have like the marketer mindset but now i i'll look at a video that's like did really well and i'm like okay well what did i like about this video and what did other people like about this video and what does this account have to offer in this niche and so i'll save like all of the videos that i like and that are doing well into like a a little folder of like just con labeled content and then i'll go back and i'll see like how i can like change that recreate it for my niche I want to get something clear for a second. Did you just say scroll mindfully? Yes. You go, girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, because a lot of people just get on social media to mindlessly scroll. And I was guilty. I did that all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you, you know, in my friend here, uh, it, you know, we got a lot of people who are referencing. I wish I had my glasses here with me. I need to get a permanent pair. This is what I'm thinking about after, you know, many, many years of just, you know, um, just having a backdrop here. Uh, and I've moved my office quite a few times, but I always kind of take my wood with me. Um, you know, I, I think I'm just going to hang hats up back here, but I also need to have a shelf for all my props, you know, and one of my props yeah. is just sunglasses, right? Because I put them on as an analogy, as a metaphor, because in marketing, there's nothing more powerful than the perfect analogy. Write that down and remember that, all of my friends that are listening to this. Because once you put those glasses on and they're the marketing lenses, you're, you're seeing the entire internet through com a completely different set of eyes. And that's what I think I hear you saying. Is that right? It all makes yes. sense now, right? You yes. see right T say more about that could you yes i see it everywhere like i go everywhere or like even just like on tv i'm like that's a marketing tactic and that's a really good marketing tactic actually like <laughs> and i never saw that before until i started learning these skills it's crazy yeah you are you are on fire. I love, <laughs> I, I love that. And I, I did as well. I can remember being it was almost like, uh, you know, I don't remember the tune. I'm a horrible singer, but I was once blind. Now I see. I think it's amazing. Grace. Amazing. <laughs> you know, to save a wretch like me. You know, it's like I was once blind. but now I <laughs> yeah. It's like, holy crap, man. 
is everybody blind to this stuff? Is everybody like, and it's, it's almost like unfair, right? Because everybody is walking around with no idea that they're walking into a funnel, basically. And it, it doesn't always look like the types of funnels that we use. I mean, think about Disney, right? I mean, just how, you know, the whole, I mean, man, their funnel is a damn movie. About that. Yeah. Their funnel is a movie that you watch at your house or in a movie theater that begins to get you ready and desiring that upsell, which is to go to Disney. (laughs) Yes. And then when you go to Disney World, man, you're getting nailed. I mean, you got to buy the tickets that all the, and then you, even down to going on a ride and getting spit out into the dad gum shop there. Yeah. What, what, what do they call it there? The freaking, you know, the, the, um, I can't even think of the name, but it's just, it's the shit shop. It's basically where they got all the damn stuffed animals and the t shirts and, and all this kind of stuff. And the mugs and the you know, I mean, it's there's not anywhere that you turn in that organization where there's not another upsell, cross sell, downsell, and it's like, wow, I I see this now. But it's even more powerful when you see it happening on the internet, right? Because you realize yeah. that all of these people creating content, some of them are just doing it for the hell of it, but many of them, yes, yeah, souvenir shop. Thank you. <laughs> Many of them are doing it with actual intention, right? And you're yes. able to see that now and understand and connect those dots. And I would assume that feels empowering to you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I see it everywhere. And sometimes I I will see like content creators who just do it for the heck of it, which I, I completely understand. Like this is like something that people are passionate about. But I'll look at it and I'll be like, you know, you could really be monetizing your platform. Like you have a big following. Like, <laughs> yeah. Marketing advice for everybody now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I know. I get it. You know, and it can be frustrating because you're like actually looking at people in in you know going, what are you? You are missing so much opportunity. Yeah. Yes. Well, I love that. I love that. What, how has this built or helped or grown your own confidence in yourself? I'm sure it can be for many people who drop out. You're a dropout. It can be very, oh my God, that could be a negative. That could be, I could feel shame for that. Right. I mean, I was a high school dropout. At least you made it to college. I dropped out in ninth grade, high school. Didn't even go to high school, for God's sakes. Right. I mean, I I felt like, oh man, did I screw my whole life up? But then as I got into this, things began to change. I realized I wasn't as dumb as maybe I thought, or even that other people said. What how has your what has this done for your self-esteem, your confidence? your mindset about yourself going through this this process and starting this journey oh my goodness 
that's a big question to unpack. So I'd say that before going into this process, I guess I could say like I had a lot of self-doubt and I didn't think that I was capable of like big things. And that's like what I would like unconsciously tell myself all the time too. But going into this, like, I had to, like, completely stop telling myself that. And I actually had to tell myself that, like, the opposite. Like, just, like, words of affirmations. Like, waking up and looking in the mirror and, like, you are powerful. There is abundance everywhere. Like, there is money everywhere. Like, there is so much on this earth for you and for anyone else, like, who wants to chase their dreams. And I really had to, like change my mindset like from that scarcity mindset into that abundant mindset and eventually I stopped caring what people thought about me it honestly did not matter to me anymore because like it got to the point where I was like no one is coming to save me honestly like and I can't keep complaining about my situation and how I don't want to be in college or I don't want to be doing this and still be doing it. Like the only person who could change that was me. And it just got to a point where like, I like stopped doing like all of my unhealthy habits, like before in college, like I would party a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like it was pretty bad, like every weekend Mm -hmm. and doing that so much. I I didn't want to keep doing it anymore. Like it was unfulfilling to me. And so, but I would complain about it. And so I was like, well, you can't complain about it if you're just going to keep doing it. Like if you want different, you're going to have to move differently and go get like what you want. Like you're the only person who can do it, honestly. No one's going to like hand it to you on a silver platter. Truthfully, that's not how life works. I'm ready to walk yeah. to a wall right now. <laughs> I'm fired up. Kate, I mean, <laughs> golly, can we borrow your mind and, and, and <laughs> you know, duplicate it? We need to, we need to take a, a part of your, you know how they did that? What did they call it? Where they would make an, an additional sheep, they clone it. We need to clone <laughs> it. <laughs> Man. Okay. Granny Sherry, how you doing? Want different, move different. Ooh, we need to put that on a t-shirt, girl. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Damn. Yeah. We want we're gonna have you come to a mastermind and we're gonna make that shirt for you. Want if you want different, move different. Damn, yeah. I'm fired up. That's my that's my quote for the month. Hey, you're on fire. Oh, thank you. You're on fire. I mean, and it's not just BS. I mean, this is like good quality awareness, good quality self-awareness that you're that you're having um, and that you're able to then articulate. And I would assume, you know, for me, the ability for me to be able to articulate my thoughts is a lot to do with the confidence that I have and how I feel about myself. And if I don't feel good about myself and I don't have confidence, usually I'm not able to articulate myself very well. I'm kind of confused and second guessing myself. But you're saying that you've built confidence. You're saying these things. It's also the evidence is that you are moving different. You are clear. You are confident. 
And so what have you learned about yourself throughout this process? I mean, have you, have you, you talked a little bit about building your confidence and in, in what it's done for you. What, what, what have you learned about you that you are now taking into this next chapter? Oh, wow. Um, basically that just basically that like I'm like the ruthless curator of my life and I'm the one who's building my future and like my destiny and it's not set out for me because that's how I used to think of it before like there was just a set plan for me and I would just have to follow it that's not how it is at all if I wanted to change my mind tomorrow I totally could if I wanted to stop this business and start a completely different new one I absolutely can and I absolutely can be successful with it. It's really like this whole thing is really just like a mindset thing. Honestly, like if you think that you can't do it, then you probably can't do it. But if you go into this thinking that you absolutely can, you absolutely can. Yeah, there's a great quote that says, if you believe you can't or you believe you can, you're right yeah you're absolutely right and all things in life were created by somebody think about that for a second i mean i was just driving down the road coming back from uh somewhere with my father over the weekend and we were on a highway and the the you know do you remember how and you may still have this or see it but here in Florida, there used to be toll booths everywhere where you had oh, to yeah. stop and pay. Yes. Then they went to this you this the system where you could suction cup this little thing and you had to slow down as you drove by it and they would like somehow it would catch it and then you could kind of go. Now you don't even have to slow down. As all they did was just build a bar over the highway that takes pictures and you see it flashing. It's not a big enough flash where it distracts you or blinds you, but it just flashes. It takes a picture, a might like a like a you know microscopic. It's not microscopic. I'm talking to a you know a, a would-be biology major here, so I got to be careful with my terminology. It's not microscopic, but it's it's magnified, right? To where it could see the license plate, and then it goes into a system, shoots it out, sends you a bill in the mail, and right. you're driving down the highway at 80, 90 miles an hour. It's unbelievable. Somebody invented that. It's just, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting here talking. Where are you calling in from right now? I'm from no, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. You're in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're sitting here having a conversation as if we were face-to-face, -face and we got yeah. people live at every moment listening to this. It's unbelievable. Somebody invented every single thing that we're using and doing. Somebody who's no, they don't have three brains. They just had one. They don't have 20 fingers. They just had 10. They don't have five legs. They just had two. They didn't wear 10 pairs of pants that they had to put on in the morning. Only one pair, just like you and I. And they put them on the same exact way. They sat down. They put one leg in. You know, stood up, right, to get in there. Same, same type of person. 
invented everything that we have. And for us to think that we're not capable and don't already have inside of us the skill sets, the know-how, the, the grit to be able to publish a marketing content and at the very least in the beginning, starting out with the core four business models, create some traffic to send to another product that we recommend and make some sales. Friends, you have everything inside of you that you need to be successful. And it, you're right, it is just about mindset. Many of us, most of us don't tap into that. That's the unfortunate part. That's what we're trying to change here at Legendary. My message to everybody is, you can, my message is not anybody can do this. My message is anybody's capable. Most don't because they don't have the mindset and approach that, that you have. And that's why you really are in the small percentage of people who get results with something like this. And that's what's sad about it. There's so many, and you see this on your social media. I'm sure you have thousands of people that follow you, but a small percentage take action because they even believe that it's real. They even believe that they can do it, they, right? So, I mean, we see it in the statistics. So my friends, the question is, is not, oh, how can I do this? This must be so oversaturated. A better perspective is, wow, very few are actually willing to put forth the effort. Maybe it's a lot more wide open at the top than I thought it was. Maybe it was a little simpler and easier, not totally easy, not totally simple, but easier than I thought it was to succeed. And I wonder if you could speak on that. Is it simpler? Is it easier once you got your groove to actually do this? And have you actually been surprised by some of the results and growth that you've had? Yeah, Um it's very different at first, especially if you're not already like making content like on any social media platform, because I, I wasn't really doing that. Honestly, I have my own like personal Instagram account where I just post pictures. I've never posted a reel or a TikTok before. And so you do have to kind of get into the groove of it and find like a routine that works for you because everyone is different. Obviously we're all living different lives. And so it's just really like finding your own groove and how you can fit this into your own life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And um, trying to avoid the comparisonitis of looking yeah. at others and staying yeah. focused on yourself. Do you have any tips for avoiding distraction, shiny objects, getting caught in, I, you know, I know that you dropped a, a bomb, a, 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 a dump truck of platinum nuggets on us early, earlier with your mindful scrolling. Um, but is there anything else that you'd like to add to avoiding distraction, shiny objects or comparisonitis? Yeah. So um, one of my biggest things, and I, I tell this to all of my friends but I'm always like comparison. What an honor it would be to be your friend. Oh, I'm serious. How lucky people must are to have you as a friend. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go go ahead. Oh, what do you what do you tell your friend? I always tell them comparison is the thief of joy, because sometimes they'll come to me and they'll tell me like, 
oh, I'm not as good as this person or, or they have that and I don't. I'm like, you can't say that. Like, we're all on our own paths and you can't compare your unique path to someone else's unique path. And this was like a big problem when I started this because I did find myself comparing my journey to other people's journeys. And it like, can I like drop the F-bomb? Is that like, is that... <laughs> it really fucked with my mind. <laughs> like it was like hurting myself and my business because I would constantly compare myself and whenever I wasn't seeing results in the beginning of this like I would just get into my head and think things like oh this maybe this wasn't meant for me maybe I should just stop now. But then I think like I think of like Steve Harvey or Oprah and I'm like, well, they used to live in their cars and they had it much worse. And if they had thought like, maybe I, maybe I'm not meant for big things, maybe they would still be living in their cars and they wouldn't have like the great shows that they have now always inspiring people. And so one of the tips I did, I'm not saying that everyone else should do this and maybe it wouldn't work for everyone else. But what I would do to try and get myself out of that mindset and to just stop comparing myself to others is I would solely go on to social media just to get my work done and just to work my business and I would just get off. And my phone is always on do not disturb. Joanne was telling me earlier I would have to, I would have to turn off my do not disturb to, so that I could get on to wake up legendary. But mm. I would solely go on social media just to post or reply back to people or check on my business and then I would just get off it and I wouldn't like scroll or look at anyone else or come so because this would stop me from comparing myself to others. Yeah. And somebody had asked, what are some of the mindful scrolling tips that uh, that you that you did or or insights? And there it is, my friends. There it is. Sarah said it. What are some of the things you do to be mindful of scrolling? Whoop, there it is. There was a song from the 90s. Tag team, back again, checking to reckon. Let's begin. Party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. Whoop, there it is. Hit me. Whoop, there it is. That's it. That's it. I mean, in and out, baby. In and out. The more or you like set aside like a, a certain time just to do it, like 20 minutes of just mindfully scrolling and just solely for researching like nothing else yeah and that's difficult you know hey look some of you might say oh god i gotta have my dopamine fix oh my god what am i gonna do not being able to go on there and see you know all the drama and get the tea i need the tea i'm so thirsty i need to be able to see what people are doing oh i need to i need to be able to look at their lives i don't know if i'd be able to survive if i didn't go on and scroll so i could get the tea well set aside a certain time to where you're gonna just go and get tea call it tea time <laughs> right yes get I mean, fun give yourself permission to have tea time yes and and, and then business time absolutely you know, it's okay. I think sometimes we, you know, want to go into this full blown, you know, 
I am gonna, I am gonna just completely go from, you know, all to nothing. And I mean, hey, sometimes you got to wean down off of some of this stuff, my friends. Sometimes you got to, you can't go from having a tea party all day long to just cold turkey, no tea. Some of y'all need to have your tea. I get it. I like tea. I like tea. I like tea parties. I go on to get my tea. But it's tea time. It's tea time. Tea party. It's not grind mode you know and you're right one of the best things is to just get in get out get it done and um i love it wow you are a wealth of knowledge you are a inspiration um you are smart and funny and what an honor it would be to be your friend um i'm serious like the the the, 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 the friends that you have are very, very, very lucky to have you. Tina is 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 very lucky to have you uh, as a daughter. I'm sure you make her very proud. You certainly would make me very proud if I was your parent. And um, most importantly, um, I can see that you're making yourself proud. And that is, hey, look, everybody can be proud of us, but if we don't feel proud of ourselves, then um, you know that's where the work needs to be done. You've done that work. You're doing that work. And as you continue to put one foot in front of the other on this journey, you will continue to do that work and build that confidence. And the more you love you and the more that you're proud of you and the more that you have a vision and pursue it, the more people will follow. You know, the more people will listen, the more people will uh, will will respect and honor and and be proud of you and be proud to know you and be proud to take your recommendations so you're on the right path um keep up the great work keep investing in yourself keep investing in your future come back and see us we want you to be a part of our community and continue to keep giving some of this wonderful value i see you one day uh in the near future you know sharing on coaching calls maybe we can get you speaking from stage or something to help you develop even more of those skills that you are already in the process of developing and give you that platform to share your message just like you did today. Thank you for your time today, my dear friend. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. All right, Kate. We'll talk to you later, okay? Stay legendary, my friend. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. See ya. All right, my friends. Wow. Come on now, friends. Come on. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. All right. Thank you all for the amazing comments. Kate deserves it. You know, each person on the show is a different, you know, they're, 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 they're a different and unique flavor. We get so many different types of personalities and people. It's just so beautiful to see the diversity, the ages, the backgrounds, you know, the different places that people live and are tuning in from professions, all that kind of stuff. It's just a beautiful thing. Um, I, I really enjoy it. You guys make this the not even feel like work. And I think that's the ultimate goal that all of us have here is to, uh, to, to, to make it so our work and our personal life kind of blend together. And you don't really know if somebody's working or if they're having fun, you know, and that's my goal is I, I want my work life to look kind of like my personal life where you can't really tell if I'm working or if I'm hanging out, having fun, talking to people enjoying myself, laughing a lot, right? Having fun doing what I'm doing. 
And so if you're feeling like this is a grind for you right now and it's not fun, well, it's not fun for any of us when we start, right? You're in the process of very conscious learning. Everything you have to do, you have to focus on. It's hard. You're developing skills and eventually you can get to a place if you keep working where it's unconscious action, both unconscious learning, but also unconscious acting where you're just doing it naturally. Right. And that's where I believe I've come to after many years. None of our interviews are scripted, prompted, prepped for. No, she doesn't know the questions. I don't know the questions I'm going to ask. They're just honest conversations. Most of my marketing content is that way. Most of my event material is that way. When I'm speaking at events, I'm just taking questions, interacting with people, um, being in the moment, right? Unless something needs to be planned for and structured. That's not how all of our speakers do it because maybe they're teaching on a specific topic. Um, it's not that we don't plan any of our curriculum because clearly you can see that we do. However, there's a huge part of this that is just unconscious, comes naturally after time of practicing. And that's where you, when you really get to have some fun, when you don't have to think about everything that you're doing and it doesn't feel like a grind. For some of you, that'll, that'll happen quick, quicker than others. Um, for me, it, it, I'd say I don't even remember how long it took me because I don't really remember the grind as much as I remember how fun it's been for so long. And so keep up. The, the 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 grind until um, you're having fun. It's sort of like work hard until you no longer have to introduce yourself. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, for, for the early part of your career, you're like, hi, I'm David. Hi, I'm David. Hi, I'm David. Until eventually you work so hard and have success that when you walk in the room, people are like, oh, there's David, right? That's how this happens. That's how this works as well. And Kate is clearly on that path and an amazing inspiration. An example for all of us. Yes, us old dogs and some of you older dogs as well. Man, how much can we learn from a 19-year-old? Well, for me, I need to dip out and go process everything that I just witnessed because that was a legendary lesson in a wonderful show for all of us to have experience together. Thank you for being a part of it and all your wonderful comments today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. If you want to get started, go to legendarymarketer.com forward slash enroll. Legendarymarketer.com forward slash enroll. You can take our challenge, enroll in our blueprints, come to a mastermind. You can also get a text message reminder every single time we go live. Text WUL to 813-296-8553. That's WUL to 813-296-8553. And we'll text you every time we go live. All right, my friends. Get out of here. Peace.